Welcome to Refocus on You, the podcast that takes you through a spiritual journey of overcoming the battles and gaining the victories in your life by incorporating the eight fundamentals of health. Connect with us online at refocusonyou.com. That's refocus on the letter U.com. Or connect with us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash refocus on you. Now, sit back, rest, relax, refocus, renew, relive, and trust in God completely. Here is your host, Melinda P., and co host, Dr. E. We're back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Every time I hear that intro, it just gets me in the mood. You know what I'm saying? It just gets me excited, feeling good. It's another lovely, lovely day here in Vegas. Dr. E and I, we still kicking, guys. We're still kicking. I am your host, Melinda P. And Dr. E, what's going on with you? Still coming to you live from Las Vegas. Yeah. So if you hear the sunshine in my heart voices, because there's (laughs) sunshine in my heart, there is sunshine outside. There's sunshine everywhere I look. And she's saying that because it's a couple more days and then she'll be back. And I got to go back to Michigan. <laughs> but I ain't mad. Michigan, uh, listen now. Listen, don't get on Michigan. Yeah, that's true. Don't get it twisted. That's mm-hmm, true. Because I like the four seasons and very, very few things happen in Michigan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good that's or bad. That's my point. <laughs> I'm just saying, and especially where I live, we just don't have a lot. Look, you all, I live in a rural area, yeah. and the cows moved, girl. The cows, mm. 600 cows. They just closed the dairy farm. The cows are like, we out of here. Wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway. But you know what? It makes me think. I was going somewhere with mom. No, I know. We were going to the bank the other day. And I was going down the street, and this is what's amazing. And, you know, I gave the story before about the burrows that, you know, like the donkeys, in other words, yes. a.k.a. donkeys, yes. right? You know, we call them burrows in California. That, that time when they had, you know, stopped us in the middle of the road, looked like they were trying to rob us. <laughs> donkeys <laughs> trying to rob us. But what was really amazing was we was going down the street, and a whole family of them was in someone's yard. And I said, wow, wow. And I said, I know I'm not living in a country like this. But it was just amazing. Like I said, when you talk about the cows, you guys got the cows. We got Mm. the burrows that's be chilling and the coyotes and stuff like that. So I have family. Your dad, my uncle lives in Arizona. I have a brother that lives in Arizona and went out to visit him. Just some wild, he says they're not pigs. He calls them <laughs> Javier, Javelers or whatever they are. But to me, they're wild pigs. Right. <laughs> and they are some treacherous little things just chilling in your yard. Okay. Wow. And I started asking him, well, what here in, because he lives in Tucson, what are the things that can kill you here in Tucson? Because there's only one venomous snake in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Okay. And like one ven- spider. Mm. That's all we got. Mm. What we're going to do is let's get into the study for today. And what we're talking about today, our title is The Wisdom of a Five-Year-Old, right? The Wisdom of a Five-Year-Old. And the text for today is going to be found in Mark 10, Mark 10, verses 16, all right? Mark 10, 
verses 16. And it says, Then he took the children in his arms and placed his hands on their heads and blessed them. Yes. Right. And, you know, this article that he wrote is touching for me. Yes. Because it was like, wow, it was such an eye-opener, you know, such an eye-opener. It was a time in my life where I was so focused on so many things. And really, I was focused on everything but what I should have been focused on. I was thinking about my health. I was thinking about the business, you know, refocus on you. I was thinking about family, friends. I was so focused on everything else. And it reminds me and how we can be so caught up in life and not give the attention to God like we need to. Right. And before I want to get into it, you know, remember that TV show, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Yes. Right? Which I'm not. <laughs> and, you know, when it first came out, when it first came out, I used to say, yeah, of course I am. You know, I remember when it, like I said, I remember when it, when it first came out and I remember I would see the fifth graders on there and they would be asked these, you know, various questions and, and all that. And I would be like, mm, I didn't know that. And I don't know that. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing, really, how we do forget so much when we're at that age. Yes. Right? Now, I would not be there challenging a fifth year old when it comes to math or history or anything right. like that. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'll be like, okay, all right. Listen, I'm not going to go into this story, but one day I'll tell you how my husband was teaching a science class and they busted him out. <laughs> uh, Pastor, that's a star. Right. That's not a phoenix. <laughs> Just no, crashed his whole thing right. in, his right. whole case, his whole object lesson right. because he talking about a planet and they had learned it wasn't a planet, it was a star. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But, you know, you know, it's good because these, you know, like I said, it's just amazing how much we do forget when yes. we are in school. Yes. The reason why I say this article is really dear to me is because I had a situation where I went to Weimar, which is the institution both of us have been to. A lifestyle. A lifestyle institution, institution right. you know. Check it out. Check it out. You got to go, you know, like I said. But anyway, I was at the institution. And like I said, there was so much going on with me. I decided to go work out and exercise. I'm always focused on getting these lungs together and keeping them happy. As I say, happy lungs, happy me. Right, right. right. My goal is to keep my lungs happy. I don't know what anyone else's goal is in life and their health. Right. But my goal is to keep my lungs happy. And so I got to do whatever I can do to make them happy. That's right. It's about the lungs. Yes. Not about you, itty boy. Exactly. (laughs) And so I was on the treadmill working out, exercising. A little girl named Ruby, she came in there. I was nervous, you know. Yes. She wanted to get on the treadmill with me. And so she got on the next treadmill and she knew how to turn it on. You know, she knew how to start walking. I said, oh, 
and I was stressed. I said, oh, Lord, and I kept praying, and I kept praying, Lord, Lord, where is her parents? Right. You know, get her off this treadmill. I can't get my workout on. You know, I'm trying to focus. And then I remember I was talking about, I said, Lord, you know, I got things on my mind. I'm trying to handle, you know, the business, refocus on you. I'm trying to, you know, deal with family. I'm trying to deal with my health. I'm trying to, you know, deal with my marriage. I mean, there were so many things right. that was on my mind. Yes. And because she had interrupted me in wanting to exercise, I could not focus on the things that was on my mind. Right. The things I need. Got to make do. sure this little girl is going right. to be okay. Exactly. She's safe on the treadmill. Exactly. She's chattering, chattering. Exactly. Exactly. And so I remember I said, okay, I need to distract myself. Like, in other words, I need to not stress about this. So I started talking to her. And I said, you know, Ruby, and we're having a conversation. And she's like, look at me. Look at me. And she was so excited. Look at me. I'm doing this. And I'm at 1.2 miles. I said, oh, that's great, Ruby. That's great. And in the meantime, I'm looking around. I'm like, Lord, bring these parents here, you know, right. any minute. And she was so excited. And I remember asking her, you know, this is what I'll never forget. I remember asking her. I said, wow. I said, what do you want to be when you get older? You know, a, a doctor or a lawyer or, you know, I was just naming off all of these professions. Yes. Right. And as I was talking to her, she would say, you know, oh, look at me. I've gone 17 minutes, you know, at 2.3 miles an hour. And I said, okay, that's good. That's good. And I remember at the end, I said, you know, Ruby, you could be a real Olympic star one day, you know, you know, when you grow up, maybe you want to be in the Olympics. And I'll never forget when she looked at me with the most sweetest, innocent smile. And she said, no, I just want to go to heaven when I grow up. Wow. That touched me. Mm -hmm. Because here I'm focused on everything else but heaven. Yes. You know, mm -hmm. I was so focused on what I needed to do instead of being focused on what God wants me to do and how to prepare myself, you yes. know, that I had to learn a lesson from a fight. Isn't that something? Wow. Isn't that something? Yeah. And what a lesson. What she was really telling you was you were focusing on the wrong exactly. thing. Exactly. That's real. In That's her, what in she her five or six-year-old way, exactly. you are focusing on the wrong exactly. thing. You got a hundred things on your mind, right? But there is not one thing you can do about them right now. And Dr. E, I mean, how many times, you know, we're in the situation where we're focused on the wrong thing. You know, yes. we're focused on everything else, everyone else's needs, but yes. not our needs yes. or not focused on God's needs. Yes. Yeah. And not, let's say it like yeah. this, not that, cause God doesn't need anything no, from us, true, true. but I do know this. When I focus on the problem, I am overwhelmed. Exactly. But when I focus on God, totally I am not stressed the way I was when I focused on the problem exactly. because I know exactly. that my God is bigger than the problem. Mm -hmm. And if he wants to handle it, he can handle it. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying, she really redirected you. Exactly. And you know what's really amazing is it came out of nowhere. I was just like, oh, oh. Right. You know, you know, one right. of those like, yes. Oh, oh. 
I, I was. I'm learning was something right. new from a five-year-old. Right, exactly. Yes. You know, it's funny that such a young age could teach us something. Yes, but you know what? I God blessed those children, mm-hmm. and He said, "Unless you become like them." You're just never going to enter. And you got to look at what he blessed. Mm -hmm. Think about children. Children believe. They don't question. Mm -hmm. If you say it, they believe you. Children have a kind heart. It hasn't been marred with all the scars of life. Children have a joyful expectation. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? They see the beauty in everything. They see the beauty. And that's what God blessed. You have to think about when he blessed them. What was he blessing? Children are generous. That's right. Children are kind. Children are loving. Children are not judgmental. Mm-hmm. Right? They might ask, why you look like that? But once you say, well, you know, God made me like that, they just accept you. Like, oh, okay. Do you know what I'm saying? They're just so innocent in how they view life. And God is saying, I can bless that. I can bless, you know, if you're generous, God can bless that. If you're loving, God can bless that. You know, if you're sincere, God can bless that. If you're non-judgment and accepting, God can bless those things. But God can't bless hatred. No, no. God can't bless anger. God can't bless envy and jealousy. He can't bless those things. So when he said, come and bring the little children to me and let me bless them, it wasn't just them. It was what they represented. And some of us are trying to figure out, God, why won't you bless me? Right. That's true. Why won't you bless me? That's true. There's some people right now that are mad because God won't bless them, but they're selfish self-serving. Mm-hmm. I'm not just talking to you all. I'm talking to my stingy, yeah. angry, That's hateful. Right. That's right. I keep track of everything in my head. You have to think about what God was blessing when he blessed those children. There are so many of us that get angry because we're waiting for God to bless something, but he's waiting to see something in us, mm-hmm. something in our character that becomes like little children whether it's honesty or generosity. Do you know? Because God's yeah. not going to bless envy and jealousy and hatred right. and a stingy spirit or one that keeps track of everything. Mm-hmm. Going back to the baloney. Right. <laughs> I have dealt with people who begrudge you baloney. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. They're mad. Baloney, you can get a stack of baloney for 99 cents today. Now, when we were younger, you could get a stack of it for 15 or 20 cents. You get a hundred pieces or 50 pieces of bologna for 25 cents. My mother used to say, tell that man we need 25 cents worth of bologna. That was good eating (laughs) for the week. But there are people who don't even want you to have a slice of bologna, but yet you want God to bless you. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. You have bologna. They need a sandwich, but you mad. You keeping track because they made a sandwich with two pieces of bologna opposed to one. Now you mad. They've eaten two pieces of your bologna and you have an attitude because they, (laughs) and bologna is the cheapest meat out there. You understand? God can't bless that kind of attitude 
or the attitude is about me. I'm going to use you till I get what I want. Well, then you want God to bless you. And he's saying, I can't bless that. That's right. So when he said, bring these children to me so I can bless them, you have to look at what was he blessing? Yeah. What was he? And by putting a blessing on him, he was saying, that is the kind of stuff I can grow. I can grow generosity. I can grow love. I can grow kindness. I can grow innocence and sincerity. But why would God grow hatred and vengefulness? you know, and folks that keep track of everything, every wrong that's been done to them. So I'm just saying we do have to become like little children, like little children, you know, and stop keeping track of every injury. I don't know about you. Well, I do know, Melinda, because we've, we've talked many times. We've just come to a place where there's some things we just choose the relationship over. You know, there's some people we just have to deal with that we might want to cut off but we choose the relationship. Like they may get on our last nerve, but we don't want to cut them off because we just choose the relationship. I don't want them out of my life. So even though sometimes they're offensive and crazy, you know, and insulting, and we all know people like that, people who, you know, have that little edge and they can be insulting and you have to decide, do I cut them off or do I overlook that? so I can save the relationship. I think it's important to, in what I go through in the face in daily life, I think it's important to take our mind off the worries of this world. I think it really is, because when we are focused on those relationships, like you had stated, we do get caught up in so many things, and we get caught up in what this person is doing or what this person isn't doing to us. Yes. And little kids are not thinking about that. No, little kids just want to play and have fun. Exactly. As a matter of fact, the only time children have problems are when adults are involved. Okay. I have been at the park, seen my child in the sandbox, seen another child do something, my child and the adult in me wants to rise up. And I've sat there and got quiet. My child had moved on and them kids are playing. They didn't forgot the argument or the fight or whatever it was, Mm -hmm. they are playing. But then adults come in, the mother comes in. Well, you know, you can't do that to my child and blah, blah, blah. They're bringing in their childhood wounds and injuries. I once had a teacher call me in because my daughter, Lindsay, Mm -hmm. kissed a boy. She was five years old. And she brought me in and I've got something to talk to you about. (laughs) Oh, I don't know how to say it. And I said, can you just say whatever it is? Well, Lindsay was on the um, the playground and she kissed a boy. And I could see all this woman's damage had rested on the head of my little five-year-old daughter. Yeah. And so I went to Lindsay. I said, Lindsay, did you kiss? Yeah. We were playing dodgeball and he was running one way and I was running one way and we ran into each other and I just kissed him. <laughs> <laughs> like our lips, you right, know, like right. our face count. Right. And she was done with it. Yeah. She's five. She, she didn't, was, oh, she mother, you know, I, mother, this is who I love. You're right. And this was nothing. But here these adults were putting an adult inference 
into a five-year-old. The boy wasn't traumatized. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I looked at him. He was fine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he forgot. They right. out there playing. You know what I'm right. saying? Exactly. But, and so I yeah. just said, listen, thank you for telling me. And it's fine. It's fine. Another time, this same teacher called me and was upset with my son, Josiah, because a little girl said, would you be my boyfriend? And he was five. And he was like, yeah. And she, you can't have a boyfriend or a girlfriend at five years old. Here she bringing her adult yeah. issues yeah. into children. And she really called me one day and apologized. She said, I realized that your son don't know what we talking about. Right. The girl said, would you be my boyfriend? He don't know. Yeah. I'm a boy and I'm your friend. Yeah. But adults are coming in with, well, you're too young. She said, I looked at him and he was sucking his thumb. Like, what is this crazy woman talking about? <laughs> so, but yeah. you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. How we create all these problems. Right. And so that's why we become as little children. Right. And, you know, you just remind me, you know, like you said, how we create a lot of these issues. And, you know, Ruby, she wasn't thinking about what I was thinking as in, you know, okay, she's going to hurt herself and, you know, where her parents, she wasn't thinking about that. You know, like she said, all she wanted to do was go, go to heaven. heaven. That was the only thing on her mind. And that's what should be on our minds, folks, as well. Yes. You know, we, all we need to do is focus on what can we do to be in God's goodness right, and his grace. And we um, are. Just enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Just enjoy exactly. it. Exactly. God exactly. loves us. Exactly. Just enjoy it. Exactly. If any of you parents are out there, some of you got some children that drive, you start raving mad, mm -hmm. but you love them. That's right. Some of you got children that are ungrateful and yeah. temperamental, but you still take care of them. That's right. You make sure they have what they need and you'd move heaven and earth for them and you'd die for them that's if you right. had to. That's right. Now, if that's how we are, yeah. And we are sinners. Yeah. How much more does God feel about exactly. us? Exactly. Exactly. So the stuff that we deal with, we all stressed about it. And God is like, have you considered my daughter, right. Melinda P? Right. And you're over there. Oh, I got, oh, I got this. I got this. I got this. These issues. So, you know, I don't right. know the majestic love of exactly. God. I'm like, what does he see when he sees me? Right. Because I don't see it. <laughs> I don't. I mean, you know, like and he's, so he's like, I love you, child. Yeah. You know, I cannot give you up. You are my daughter. You are my princess. And I'm like, me? Lord, now you know I got some problems. Mm. But That's when God looks at it. us, isn't That's that the beauty, the majestic the beauty, beauty and love of God? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Thank you for joining us. You're listening to the Refocus on You podcast. Refocus on You is a 501c3 nonprofit organization geared to inspire and help those who have been given a life-threatening medical diagnosis. The organization goal is to improve the overall health and mental well-being. Your generous contribution will go to the education of others as they pursue the betterment of their health. If you would like to learn more about the Refocus on You ministry, connect with us at www.refocusonyou.com. That's www.refocus.com and the letter U.com. 
And while you're there, sign up for our free newsletter. And don't forget to check out the 5RS store and grab a Refocus on You t-shirt or coffee mug. As always, we thank you for your support. And remember to rest, relax, refocus, renew, and relive. See you next time.